All right, everybody, we're back. It's Thursday, November 15th. It's the 13th episode, and we've been taking time off because we're old and we fell apart. But we're good now, we think. Yeah, we got our asses kicked by life for about two weeks. And so it was just kind of hard to get together and do the podcast. Um, But I'm thinking we're back. I think we're back. Unless I hurt my back again, and then I'm going to be on the ground. Because that's what happened to me. I was I was at work, right, and I picked up a seven-pound box. Seven pounds. I didn't bend over. I didn't, like, just, like, jerk it up. I leaned forward a little bit, just, like, like two inches, and, like, used both arms, and just picked it up and then, like, turned to the right to give it to somebody, and I got to the right, and I was like, hmm, my lower back feels kind of funny. That's weird. And then so, like, I gave it to him. I walked it off. I was like, all right, my back still kind of hurts. And then, like, I was walking and, like, gave out, like, bent in and, like, kinda, like almost scorpioned back. And so then, like, I sat down. Somebody walked by and I was like, are you okay? And, like, I didn't know the answer. I was like, I don't know. That's a good question. Like, yeah. So I got up slowly, went to the, like, back office and sat down. And then I realized I could not stand up on my own. So I had to get somebody to help me stand up. It was, like, a 15-minute ordeal. And I was out for, like, a week. Like, I couldn't, like, I was having, like, bad back spasms. Everything hurt. I had to get, like, Caitlin was having to, like, help me get out of the car and parking lots. I looked like an old man. It was awful. And I couldn't really do anything for, like, a week. Lift with your legs, not your back, man. Here's the thing. I didn't lift. It was seven pounds. (laughs) It it doesn't matter how heavy. It's technique. (laughs) It's all technique. And the doctor was like, well, technically, it's when you twisted. And I was like, I twisted with seven pounds. Like, that's not. I shouldn't. I'm 23. Like that shouldn't have. It shouldn't have knocked me out the way it did. Mm-hmm. And then, let's go into this. So I went to the doctor, right? Like two days after. So I was like, something's very wrong because I wasn't getting any better. And so they did X-rays and stuff, and my spine was fine. And he was like, all right, well we can give you a steroid shot and then a shot of Toradol, which is, you know, if it works for NFL players. That's a good shit. I'm assuming it's gonna <laughs> work for me. And they can go right back in and keep playing. And, uh, right. And I was just like, all right, well, like. Yes, because I don't want to hurt anymore, but like, can I, am I going to be able to drive? He's like, yeah, you're fine. It's not a sedative. It's just, it's literally like a painkiller. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, like, let's do it. So he walks out. Two nurses walk in. This one nurse is holding two syringes in her hand. And the other nurse is behind her holding paperwork. And they both come in, shut the door. And the lady goes, all right. These, she smacks her hand, goes, are going to go in your bottom. And I was like, all right, that's fine. I'm an adult. I can handle this. I'm not going to giggle. And she tells me what the two shots are. And then she just stares at me. And I'm just kind of looking at her. And I'm sitting in a chair. You were very comforting right now, man. And I'm like, all right. So I stand up slowly. And then I, like, went to, like, kind of just spread out on the table. And then I stopped myself because, like, nope, I'm not going to give up this position without being told what to do. I'm not going to just bend over and be like, all right. Let's get it. Like, I couldn't. I know where this goes. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, like, I know what's happening here. Like, no. So I just stood there and was waiting for direction, and they were just staring at me. And I was like, um, and they're just looking at me. I went, what do I need to do right now? You need to tell me. She goes, oh, just pull your pants down. I was like, all the way? A little bit of the way? Because all the way, it feels Halfway like, down, oh, Over the top. Yeah. One cheek, two cheeks, half cold. a cheek. Like, what's going on here? And she was like, all right, just, well, do you want it in both cheeks? And I, I laughed. I laughed and went. All time question. I laughed and was like, "No, just one. We'll just do both in one because I feel like I don't need both sides of my butt to hurt." 
But I've never gotten a shot in my butt before. So this was the first. So she pulls my pants down a little bit and then realized she forgot like her alcohol swap. <laughs> so she goes, all right, I'll be back in just Hang a second. Hang tight right there. Don't yeah, move. right there. And like I'm like standing up, like bent over, holding like just my right butt cheek out. And then she walks out of the room and then the other nurse that's there in the room is staring at me. And I'm like facing her, just holding my pants down, and like she, this lady won't break eye contact with me, and it looked like I had like offended her, and I was just staring back, and we didn't speak, and it was like 15 seconds of this, and the other lady like pops back, and she goes, "All right, well, cool, we're good to go." She swabs my butt down. She goes, "All right, on the count of three, I'm gonna go. It's not gonna feel great. All right, one, two, and then on two, she did it. And it was like she threw a fucking dart, and just straight into me, like in my butt. I like leaned forward. I was like, all right, that was bad. She goes, oh, it's going to burn now. I was like, it's going to burn now. And then she gave me, I think that was the steroid. And she yeah. gave, and like, it burned. And I looked at the other nurse. And I went, mm-hmm. I made that noise. <laughs> that noise is what I made. And I was like, oh, okay. Yep, it hurt. And like, I just instantly was like, I did that. All right. So she gave me the second one, and we were good. And then she said, you know, and she put, like, the Band-Aid on it. And she said, it, it helps to rub it in. And I thought she was telling me, to rub my own butt. <laughs> well, I went to move my hand back to rub my own butt, and I feel a smack. And she smacks the Band-Aid and then rubs my butt in. I went, all right, and they left. She literally slapped my ass, rubbed it in, and was gone. They didn't say bye and just and were gone. And I like was just standing there with my pant halfway down and just was frozen. And I've never been more just like, I guess, emasculated. I don't know what the word would be, but I was like weirded out. It was the one of the weirder things. <laughs> like I walked out, I walked out of the doctor's office, and like somebody from work had to take me. And I walked back into the waiting room. And they looked at me like, "What happened?" I was like, "I don't, I don't know. I don't want to talk about it." Like I don't, I don't know. If that's allowed. Like, so yeah, that happened. Um, so yeah, that's what happens when you hear your back. A nurse um, <laughs> slaps your butt. And walks out. Just, it doesn't say anything. I just, I was, I wasn't expecting it to go that way. I was thinking like you're gonna reach back and start to like rub it, and she'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And you're like, "Oh, you told me to rub it." Yeah, no, you said to massage it, and then I thought I was, and then you smack, <laughs> yeah, and then just it was just gone. You just walked out. Like you didn't say goodbye. You didn't, you didn't buy me anything. Yeah, I was about to say you didn't even like. Add, you, you didn't like, leave your number. Like, she hasn't called back. I don't, it was weird. It was a weird time. Mm. Yeah. yeah then, I don't know about that. And then I spent just the next four days just contemplating oh, what just happened. Tore it all. It's freaking great. I get why Aaron Rodgers could tear his knee in half and, and, and go and finish a fine. game. Yeah. Because in an hour, I was like, just be bopping around. I could run like, a marathon right fine. now. I was like, nothing hurts. Like, my knee normally hurts because I'm old. My it just takes care hurt. of literally everything. Yeah. But in like, and I wasn't like groggy or like drowsy. I wasn't, you know, loopy or anything. I was perfectly fine. And then about six hours later, it just quits yeah. working. Like, I was literally outside with a dog, and, like, he jerked right, and I would, like, kind of, like, went with it and just was frozen. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Worn off. It is worn off. Caitlin Kay- was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I need – it's gone. It's – okay. And I, like, walked back into the house and just, like, had to, like, stay, like, bent over in, like, the doorway for, like, 15 minutes before I could move. So that's just how I was. That's how I was living. That is. That's one of the worst things ever. Having a like a crippling, some kind of injury. That's the first time I've ever hurt my back. It, it's it, if it's your back or I'll tell you another thing that is 
extremely painful to where it's like you can't do anything. Tailbone. tailbone, Yes, tailbone does suck. Um, But another one, I pulled the muscle in my sternum when I was a kid. And I didn't realize how, like, literally how much I do that involves that movement in my sternum. Like, I couldn't even zip my pants up because it hurt too bad. Like, it was a... Yeah, I guess so. It was a crippling pain. Yeah. I, I could not believe it. And then there was that. And then when I had rhabdo back in January where my quads were so... Like, I couldn't literally couldn't bend my legs at all to walk. And I could barely get get up and down in my chair and yeah. all or out of the car. Whenever you have an injury like that, it's just so, like... It is. It feels like the end of the world. You're like, this is it. It was just. A, I'm it done. was just. A, I couldn't do anything. Yeah. Like I kept going. And like, with your back, it's even worse. Yeah, Luckily, like, I've never had anything I was, that bad with my back. But. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna put my shoes on. Nope. Nope. No, you're not. You're yeah. gonna have to like figure out a way to get it off the floor without bending your back. And you're gonna have to sit on the edge of your bed and like pull your shoe up to your. Yeah. Like, I literally. I went and got slip-on shoes because I couldn't tie them. <laughs> I was about to say, I noticed you were wearing slip-ons. I was like, those are new. Hey, they're the greatest things ever because I hate tying my shoes. Yes. Even even without the back injury, the, my least favorite part of my day is tying my shoes. I don't know. I hate it. These are amazing because I don't have to tie. They just slip on. You need to get okay. you some of those Marty McFly Nikes. Um, well, you, well, yeah. I just couldn't afford them. That's your next Christmas present. Not for me. I don't yeah, know I who, but say, it'll be from you. somebody. Yeah, no, thank you so much for that. Um, but no, like it was that and it was like, it was just pretty much anything. Just getting up, going to the bathroom was tough. Yeah, shower, oh, man, shower, showering was tough. Um, so yeah, it was just a, it was an all around not great thing, and it just lasted so long. Yeah, it was like, and I kept like waking up and I'd be like, all right, I'm good, and I could, like turn to the right, and I was like, I'm still not good. So how is it now? It's okay. I like, I had one spasm today for the first time in like a week, um, and spasms are weird. Like, you know, you see, like, the Tiger Woods gif yeah. where he, like, swings and he grabs his back and he just drops. And you're like, oh, I wonder what that feels like. It's not great. Yeah. Um, it literally just feels like a knife. Just kinda It feels goes like the me. only thing you can do is, like, drop to your knees almost. Yeah, like, yeah. literally, it feels like a knife just kind of goes in my back and, like, I freeze and then I just, like, have to, like, like, either stay in the exact position I'm in or lie flat on the ground. But the ground has to be where I'm at because I'm not naked anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's like hard ground or soft or I'm just laying down. It's it sucks. It's weird. But like it happens I mean, the first week it happened, like I would be in bed and all of a sudden like it would tense up and like my like back would just be gone. Um the one I had today wasn't crazy, but like it hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird. Like and then like now it's in my head, I'm like, Great, I hurt my back, I, like tweaked my back. So I didn't really do anything, it was like a really bad muscle right. strain. And I'm like, Oh, this is just the rest this is the rest of my life. Like I'm never. Well, you better start scheduling your back fusion before uh, golf season starts again next in uh, in next spring. Yeah, you're right. So I can't go out there like that. I don't, I don't know who Tiger's doctor was, but it sounds like we need to hit him up. Uh, we'll give him free ads if he does your back fusion before <laughs> golf season. <laughs> if that works, then yes, that's fine. Yeah. Um. So yeah, just, it's worth a shot. Just yeah, but just feeling old is is really what it was. Was the worst part of that. Yeah. And then driving, cause just sitting and like the weird. Like, I drove home, I think, like, six days after it happened. I drove, like, to Gwinnett to see my parents. And, like, I got out of the car and, like, took a step and, like, had to, like, bend over and, like, hunch walk into the house. Like, it was just, it's not great. So, but we're all good now for the most part. So I'm healed. The podcast can continue. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're here. We're 
show must go on. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I had a, I had a uh, I had a couple of doctor slash hospital visits myself. Oh. Um, oh, great. First run in with anxiety, crazy. Yeah. It's not fun. Never had it before, yeah. and no, at least not like this. I mean, yeah. we all have anxiety. Yeah, but, but like an actual like like a full on like diagnosed anxiety slash panic attack. I had yeah. two of them, and well, I don't know if it was really two of them or if it was just like a continuous one for five days. But that, that would just be just be anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. anxiety. That's weird. Hello. Hello. What's going on? You cut out for a second. I think we're good now. Sorry, good. a little technical hey, di- hey, difficulties. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, first uh, encounter with anxiety and panic attacks, and uh, I didn't know what the hell was going on. It was it was so it was it was just wild because you have a feeling like literally everything that could go wrong in your body is going wrong. That's basically what it felt like. Yeah. And it, like I'm sitting in the doctor first time and they're like, you're fine. Like, they, <laughs> like it's, she literally was like, stop stressing. I'm just like, I, I <laughs> I, I'm not trying. I'm to. not trying to, I'm not doing it on purpose. Like I did, I didn't choose to do this. Yeah. Cause you know, they did. Well, the first time they just did like EKGs, just like the basic stuff. And they're just like, yeah, you're good. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> well, when they told me that I was like, all right, I feel a little bit better. And then the next, it was literally the next day. And we were uh, we were actually on our way to a show at the Phillips Arena or State Farm Arena, whatever you want to call it now. It's not Phillips. No, State Farm Arena now. Yeah, it's lame. Yeah, it looks really cool in there because you know they remodeled it. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and we were on our way down there, and the whole thing that I was battling, I wasn't like oh. I was having this really dull burn in my sternum and, and chest and center of my chest and sternum, yeah. and it never moved. It was right there. Never had, I'd never like struggled with breathing. Like that was fine. I never got lightheaded. I got lightheaded a couple of times, but nothing crazy. Mm. And then, but that was really it. But I don't, that chest pain just like made my anxiety just go through the roof. And understandable. Yeah. Your chest hurts for no reason. Right. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And, you know, especially with everything that happened with my mom and all that stuff earlier in the year, I'm just like, great. What now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, that was, it's, uh, you feel dumb as hell, and I do, I still feel dumb as hell going. It's not so much a dumb thing, it's just like, I don't know, with mine, like, I've had three Mm -hmm. that I know were, like, full-blown, like, attacks, and, like, one was in a Walmart, and, like, the dumbest thing in the world spurred it on, like, I was doing, like, self-checkout, and I scanned an item, and it scanned twice, and then, like, I went to take the other one off. When I did it, made this weird noise, and this lady came over, and like the combination of the weird noise and the lady coming over trying to tell me what to do, and the fact that I like scanned it wrong in the first place, my brain was like, "Run, get out!" I was like, "What?" (laughs) It was like, "You have to go," and I was like, "What?" And then like the lady was like, "Yeah, literally." The lady was like, "Okay, I need you to like you know do that." I was like, "No, no, no, you know what? It's fine, it's fine. I don't, I don't need it at all." Like, she was like, "What?" I was like, "I have to go. I have to go." Like, threw everything down and like walk. Yeah, it probably looked like I was stealing, but my like my brain was like, "If you don't get out of Walmart, you're going to die." Yeah. And so, like, I had to, like, run out there and, like, got in my car and, like, just, like, hyperventilated for, like, 15 minutes and was like, what? Like, in that, like, even that one of those, like, nothing was really going on. No. It just happened. Because I had to, I had to leave work. Yeah. And I was sitting at my desk and I literally, I'm sitting there, I'm trying to do what I was doing. And it was the kind of, I guess, like I said, I don't know, but I guess it was the kind of panic or anxiety attack where uh, I didn't hyperventilate or anything, but I couldn't, I couldn't, like, stop 
my head i couldn't catch one thought and focus on that one yeah everything was just you know what i'm saying yeah i couldn't focus on what i was doing because i couldn't i couldn't grab the thought of what i was working on right then Mm -hmm. and hang on to it because i would I, i would get it and then just something else, it would just take, it would like just take me over to where I couldn't even, it was like I wasn't even at work. Yeah. You know? And I finally, I told my boss, I'm like, dude, I got to go, man. I can't, I, last place I want to be is sitting in my office. I have to get out of here. And I wasn't like panicked, you know, like, yeah. oh my God, I got to get, I was just like, I just don't want to be here. That's really it. And <clears throat> so I went home and just hung out and, you know, I was taking like ibuprofen for the chest pain and that would help. And, uh, that'd be fine. And then going to the show, uh, happened again. And I'm like, I have to, I know that I know I went to the doctor yesterday. I just, I just don't feel right. I have to, I have to go to the ER or something. Yeah. So we did. And we were there for probably about four hours. Got to the show on time. So yeah. Look at you. Yeah. I know. So, but, uh, yeah, we were in the hospital for like four hours. They did all these kind of tests and he was like, everything's perfect. And I'm just like, of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. I yeah. just I just made myself look like a dumbass going to the ER for no reason, and I'm also going to pay for it when there was nothing wrong. So well, that hospital bill is going to be nice. Yeah, the hospital bill won't be great. But for nothing. Morals. That's what I'm more pissed. I'm more pissed about that, just the fact that, like. It was a, a panic attack. It was nothing, and, I'm, and I did it anyways. I'm just like, I should have and it's I know still, that's what I know that's what everyone says. You should you should never just deal with it or whatever or suck it up, but yeah. That's just and I kept that's why I kept telling myself, I'm like, I'm not somebody that just pulls the trigger and goes to the ER for whatever. That's cause I hate like, being there. But those are like legit things. Yeah. Like I will do anything I can to avoid going to the doctor or hospital for yeah. anything. So for but me like, to feel like I need to go to the emergency room, I mean, it has to be something that like I just I have to do it, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm good now. I've been fine. Yeah. I've been like completely fine. I mean, I've not- actually, I've been in a great mood this week. I've been waking up fairly er- like earlier than usual. I'm rested. So I'm getting to work and I'm focused on, you know, getting stuff I need to get done. Yeah. But well, that's the thing. Like it, it's, it's not <clears> like they're like, I mean like you have a panic attack. Like it's not like it's going to be like, Oh, the rest of your life now. Like, uh, yeah. 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 Wrong, you're going to have a panic attack. Yeah. Um, but like anxiety is weird though. It's because, so like, weird. It's because like, because you like hear the term anxiety and that's when you're like nervous or like kind of like stressed about something. And then, but then when you have like a full blown, like anxiety attack, like your whole body, it's like an alarm's going off and you have no idea why. Yeah. It would be like if you were in the desert by yourself and like everything was fine. All of a sudden you just heard a tornado siren and you yeah. didn't see any weather. And it's just like this eerie, like uncomfortable. Like I just kind of like rip my skin off and run out of wherever I'm at. Yeah. Like, and, and, but like, and you can, and you know, you can't, and that's what makes it worse. Like, you know, you have to sit there, you have to like be a human and like deal with what's going on, but you don't know what a, what you're dealing with or why you're dealing with it. And then, yeah, no, they're awful. So yeah, they're not great. Anxiety is weird. It's not fun. And I don't know. I just don't, I don't know where it stems from. I mean, I've never thought of myself as a anxious person. I only have to be, I mean, like that again, like that's, it's just, it's a human thing. Well, yeah, but I mean like about everything, like I'm not sitting there, you know, I get in my car. I'm like, what, what if this happens? What if this happens or about anything? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, that's not the kind of person I am. So I've always, I don't know if it's just like bottled up stuff from the past year and a half, I guess that just finally kind of came out. Yeah. just came out and yeah. you know, and I'm hoping, and I've also been thinking, I'm like, is it going to happen again or is that it? 
like is that I just needed to get through that little week of you know that feeling yeah and then it's gone and I'm good mm-hmm. it was just that where it just popped off and mm-hmm. then all right I'm good now mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah or and is that just gonna be like a chain reaction now or dominoes basically not not dominoes but it's it's gonna happen more no like I, I just I don't know like I said I'm so this is so new to me I'm in a whole new new thing yeah and yeah. it's I I don't and I have I don't know anything about it so I don't know how to deal with it yeah well I, I mean it's nobody like I mean like I don't know everything or yeah much about I mean I, I've gone through it but like I haven't had one in in three years and I'm still a fairly anxious person so like those are like for me those are like fairly rare, um, but again like I don't, I don't I mean again I don't know but like I don't think it's a thing that you should worry about. Yeah. Um, and now I will say on the plus side, knowing what it is makes it easier. Yeah. Like so like now when it happens you're not gonna like go to be like oh, I gotta go pull to the, the trigger ER. I gotta go to the ER. You're yeah. gonna be like all right I just need to like go away for a little bit <laughs> yeah. and like sit down and like just close my eyes and like, you know, figure out what helps. Um, cause for me, like it's like getting away from everybody and just sitting in like a dark place for like 30 minutes and then be like, okay, I'm good now. And I can just like come back to life. Um, I was taking an Xanax. <laughs> yeah, hey, that, that's what you need <laughs> that's, to do. Uh, that's what you need that's to pro- do. That's probably what I should not do uh, actually, but no, that's, actually, not, I want to use that as a crutch, but, uh, but for that, actual, I've never done anything like that in my life. Actual, it was the one actual, time for, I've ever for an taken actual, anything like, attack, like that. Though, that's actually what it's meant for. Yeah. Uh, well, I took a quarter of one, so it's like not even. I didn't. Even, I didn't take a bar, little baby. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't take a bar. I'm not crazy. It's just enough to you Maybe know. You taking medicine the proper way. I know. America's proud. I'm America's <laughs> very proud. Drug responsibly, people. Drug responsibly. <laughs> um. Oh, did you see that? Uh, Jewel is like they're. It's like they're done. Have you seen this? How? They're like getting, uh, well, I don't know. I think it's just their flavored stuff, but they're like banned. They're flavored pods and stuff like that. Because they're that bad? I guess. Because apparently uh, one pod, this is a fun fact for everybody, one pod equals 20 cigarettes. Well, yeah, but 20 cigarettes is a, is a pack of is cigarettes. Is it really 20? Yeah. Huh. So like, I but like, you're, it's still nicotine. Like yeah. it, they were made to replace cigarettes, and so like, I don't, I don't understand why that stat freaks people out. I think it's the uh, yeah. Well, they, get, you know, they say the same thing about hookah and all that. It's like, oh, it's the, one puff is the equivalent of three hundred cigarettes or whatever. Yeah, but um, well, like the thing is, like, you're putting something that normally wouldn't be in your lungs. In your well, lungs. I mean, and the only reason they're doing this is just because any, it's marketed as a cool thing. It, it, it's marketed as a cool thing. And it's marketed towards teenagers. Yeah. And that's the only reason that they're scared of it. If it was not marketed to teenagers, it wouldn't be a big deal. No. Which, I mean, I understand. I get it. Like, you don't, you don't, want you don't even want them like to like get into being that. Being addicted to nicotine. Cause like that's. Or even just the, the thought of smoking being cool in general, whether it has nicotine in it or not. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> but I just thought that was funny. And they like deleted, they have no more social media. They deleted their social media. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's There's crazy. Gonna be a lot of really upset people. Oh yeah. When somebody's gonna come in and like have like the, like the healthy jewel, healthy version yeah. of it, and they're about to make bank. <laughs> well, I saw. Uh, apparently, this one kid bought like a thousand dollars worth of like the mango, flavor mm-hmm. pod or whatever. That kid is about to make a killing. You can turn around and sell them shits for like seventy five bucks a pack, <laughs> and people will buy that no yeah, problem. Yeah, he's gonna make a ton of money. Oh yeah, thousand bucks. I don't. I, I don't know how much. I don't know how much each pack is like worth, but 
I would imagine he's about to upcharge the shit out of yeah. these things. Yeah, or just like sell on eBay and just yeah. make a, a oh, ton yeah. of money on it. Hey, man. No, good for him. Yeah, he's whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Jewels or whatever. Yeah, jewels. Smoking flash yeah. drives, man. I didn't see that. We are in school. Um, but yeah, so that happened. Jewels. But anyways, we're back, man. Life kicked kicked our asses, and we're back to kick yours, life and our listeners. I'm not going to claim that. But I'm just going to say I'm back. No, we're back. We're going to kick some ass. All right. Well, that's the attitude. We're here to kick some ass. That's fine. Um, We'll get into... Baseball season's over, unfortunately. But still got some good news rolling out after the season's over. Oh, also, uh, since we haven't been here uh, since the season's over, Red Sox, world champs, RIP Lucas. Here's the thing. I'm fine with it for one reason. I'm fine with it, and then I hate it. I had two initial thoughts. My brain, I hate Boston. I do. I fucking hate Boston. But here's the thing. I love Boston's just outright hatred and pettiness towards the Yankees. Yes. <laughs> I love that. So, and it, what pisses me off is I resonate with that feeling so much. Because yeah. so much of my sports, and I know I was ragging on Boston for it, but so much of my sports, like, like fandom, like passion, or wherever you come from, is not for outright love for my team it is it's hatred hate for the other team. team yeah so much that i'm gonna root for this one i root team. i root against teams more than i like I cheer for, for teams. my own team yeah and so the fact that they beat the dodgers in the world series and instantly said suck it yankees they didn't say anything about the dodgers hey the dodgers have to feel like the most disrespected team on the face of the planet hey you I lost so. the, you lost the world series and we don't care fuck new york I, I I love that about Boston. I will give them that. I mean, literally starting a Yankees suck chant like in the bottom of the ninth of the in World Los, Series in Los Angeles. Yeah. How do you? It do was that? great. So and and if you're a Yankees fan, you're dead, right? There's no coming back. Yeah, this no, because they were supposed to win the World no, Series. No, you're year. done. You can't. You're done. You're completely done. Here's why I hate Boston. That fucking kid at the parade with the 16 years old, 50 championships. Yeah. Fuck you, kid. <laughs> yeah, I, 16 years old, 11 parades or whatever. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Hell, I, 23 years, like one parade when I was three months old. And it was a Memorial Day else, parade. Yeah, and everything else has been just <laughs> eternal sadness. Like, that's why I hate Boston. Because that kid doesn't even know. He doesn't know what it's like to be a sports fan. he probably fan. never will. No, because here's the thing. Sports fans. Silver spoon, mother. Sports fans are sad. Sports fans are depressed. They every Sunday night they go to bed sad because they know that they're not going to win, but they love it anyway. And they come back. And they come back. That's a sports fan. That's what Atlanta is. That's what Cleveland is. That's what Washington was. That's what the Caps were. Like that's that's what it is. Go Caps, back to back. But Boston, they win, and they're like, well, I love them because we win, and then we're just going to win the next time. They don't lose. They don't have tough years. I mean, Tom Brady tore his ACL once, and then Matt Castle. Like got them to the playoffs. Like, like that was well. The Patriots did get shellacked by the Titans. It was a game. The Patriots are still going to end up probably beating the Chiefs somehow. You know, Andy Reid's not going to beat the Patriots in the playoffs. That'd be like, something. Mahomes goes and dethrones. Mahomes is is a man. We talked about that. But like, I just bought. They're not. They're not. In you know, and it's because I'm sad. But they're, they're not real sports fans to me. You have you have to go through this just year after year torment and torture and getting your hopes up and getting them crushed and still watching it with this weird hope and then just doing it all again the year after over and over and over again that's what being until you die yeah that's what being a fan is <laughs> constantly winning you can't be a fan 
if you always win, why are you doing it? If you always lose, you're doing it because one day maybe you won't lose. Right. And then when that day comes, I don't know. I don't know what'll happen. I, I've honestly like if if one of like if UGA, the Braves, or the Falcons win, I I don't know. I can you imagine being a Braves fan and then winning World Series? What do you do the year after? That well, I, I see. I thought about that when they made the playoffs. I'm like, okay, this is just a hypothetical, okay? And so I, I was telling myself this, yeah. right? What do you do? What would I do if this year? For whatever reason, somehow they go and they win the World Series. I think I'd like them less the next year. Yeah, it's funny. So as a Capitals fan, right, I don't like them less. But as a Capitals fan, it's funny. They win a championship. And this year, I'm still watching. But I feel like I'm not as attentive as I was last yeah, year. you won a championship. Yeah, I, don't, so the point. I feel like a shitty fan. But because... <laughs> Well, like, well, it, there's well, there's two reasons to that. One, obviously, they're in D.C., so I am out of market to them. Yeah. So I don't see their games often. Yeah. I just follow them on Twitter. But I, I do genuinely feel like I'm not following them as closely as I did last year, and it is because they won a championship. I'm just like, well, they got the uh, back. I would love for them to go back-to-back. That'd be incredible. And see, I when that be, happens, you would watch the playoffs. Well, crazy. of course. But the regular season, you'd be like, oh, they're good. Yeah, of course they are. Well, and it is also a long season. Well, yeah. But, yeah, like... If the Braves won the World Series, would I would it be the same way? It'd just be like you got there. It's like oh, all right. I think it would be because for us, it would be just so many years of just torment and like potential. And, it would, and, and if they win, it would be such pure ecstasy for like two weeks. Like yeah, it would be it like would be a two week party. Thing. And then like the next season rolls around, and you're like, well, we could, but we already have. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, I guess if we don't, then we did. Yeah. Like I'd be like, what? I don't know. I I don't know how. So I guess, what am I saying? Am I saying that I never want my team to win a championship? No, I no. want that. But I don't know how it will affect you know, my, 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 my fandom moving forward. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Because like, what, if, what, if, I know, what if the Falcons didn't blow the lead? What if 28-3 didn't happen? And also, and what, with the Falcons, with them being so down on the bottom of my like, sports fandom, you know, because, I mean, they're nowhere near the highest no, it's or just, most it's, important it's to me. Tough. So if they had won the Super Bowl – after that, I'd be like, that would be a team where I'd be like, all right, that's fine now. I'm good. Yeah. You know, I'd still root for them, but it would just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, had the Falcons won it, I mean, that would have been. I I think NFL would. I think NFL would be different for me. But the, yeah, it, like I said, it just depends on how important because, the NFL is to you. Which super the, because Super Bowls, aside from two teams, are so rare. Yeah. Like to win it because that's the hardest one to win, in right. my opinion. Um, but in baseball, if the Braves win it, like normally, especially in baseball, it cycles through so much that teams are, when they get good, they have four or five years in a window in the playoffs. Yeah. So if they win a world series for those four or five years, I'm going to be like, we're there. We're good. I'll pay attention when it matters. And I like, I know me, I would probably like the, the do pressure's that. off Yeah. because when you like the Braves, the pressure's on right now because Next year, we're I'm supposed be full to be blown. Like I'm going to be just so upset when we lose in the second round. We're going to make it to the second round next year. Um, I still think we're two years away. But like I, I it's it, when that pressure is there. When we know that we're supposed to be in like in yeah. contention, and then you know fall short, fall short, whatever. And it's just like God. We know, yeah. And we know next year everyone's going to be like, oh, watch the Braves, watch Georgia or whatever. They're going to be the favorite. So there's that pressure. And then when you do win one, it's just like. 
We got it. We got it. We did it. Let's go home. Yeah, and pressure's then- off next year. And the, I think that's for some teams. That's why you have like that the hangovers, championship I mean, hangovers, I think just how, because. I think that's how Philly is. Yeah, because it's been so long since they they never won it. Yeah, correct. So like, they won it, and now they're like they're kind of butt. It's like all right. Yeah, we so, did it. I mean, I just you know, I I am in no way, shape, or form saying that I do not want my teams to win championships. Oh, I want them to win a billion championships I want them before to, I die. Yeah, I want I want nothing but that. I want to be Boston, but fuck Boston because they're not real <laughs> sports fans. They're just egomaniacs. And that's all they are. And if we started winning a billion championships, it'd be okay because we went through the torment yeah. and just... I struggled yeah. for years. I was sad for years. And the thing about Georgia is we aren't just bad. We're good. And then we lose in horrible ways in right. playoff situations. And just kills. And then you just end up crying in your shower because Tom Brady won another... Super Bowl, and you're just wondering why. Where did those 25 points go? Why did we not run the ball in field goal range? Yeah. Those things stick with how did Edelman make that catch? We'll never know. Yeah, no, that plays in my head a lot. That, that I, for whatever reason, the Super Bowl bums me out more than UGA losing the national championship. And I think that's because when UGA lost, I said we weren't supposed to be here, but we'll be back. When the Falcons lost the Super Bowl, when James White scored that touchdown, I immediately said out loud, right in there, the Falcons are never going to win a Super Bowl. And I, think, I remember. I think that's why that stuck with me because I was like, that that was it. That, that was, was the our chance. chance. Yeah. We have with this crazy offensive mind and a coordinator, we have the most talent we're ever going to see on offense. Everybody, no one's hurt. Everyone's healthy. Matt Ryan's the MVP. That was that was the that best was chance it. we had. Yeah. That was your, we're not going to get back there. And, like, I just remember, like, just feeling that was, like, the most helpless feeling in the world. Like, UGA lost, and the next day, like, everything was gray. It was raining. It was just, everything sucked. Yeah. Like, that was awful. But, like, and then we went and got 87 five-star yeah. recruits. And then, like, I mean, <laughs> like, we lost to LSU this year, but there's I mean, easily a chance we go back if we yeah. – okay. Whoa. Not easily a chance, but there's a chance. Uh, it's like they half control their destiny and half don't. Well, they have don't because or they have no do one, and they have don't. They have don't because no one's going to beat Bama. Then they have do because they have the technically the chance to beat Bama. Right. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. it's there. Like it's just like it's not really there, but it's there. But like the year after, like I mean, like UGA, that whole thing is way more optimistic after losing a championship than like for me the Falcons. They lost championship. And then I was like, well, we're going to suck. And then we went through that horrible lull last year. We lost to the entire AFC South when they were awful. And, and then, then still almost got Almost back. went to the NFC Championship. Yeah. Because we were a play away again from beating Philly and going. Um, and then I was – because, like, literally, I was like, all right, the Falcons are going to be good. And then this year – They go and we start lose off to the We won in four, but then we win three in a row. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, we're good. Our offense is good. Julio scoring touchdowns. Matt Ryan can throw the ball. Devontae Calvin Ridley's killing we it. Can, yeah, every in our defense, the young guys, Casey and everybody, they're, they're doing really well. And then, you know, I didn't watch the game this past weekend because I wasn't really worried about it. Yeah, I had I stuff either. going on. I checked my phone, and we lost fucking Cleveland. And here it is. We're just like, The thing about Cleveland, though, I think they are definitely better than what their record shows, well, though. For sure. I, and, that's and for I sure. Think, so are the Falcons because the Falcons have yeah, lost three that games is true. on the last play, yeah. you know, within three points. But that that was annoying too. It's the same thing. The Falcons were maybe not in the first game because they were terrible. But the all the, the other the losses. Steelers, the Steelers game was bad. 
Right. But everything else was good. Right. I mean, not great. Our, our, I mean, they played shoot, fine. There were shootouts. Yeah. Our offense has been fine. I mean, our defense, but like our half of our starting defense got hurt. Yeah. So it makes sense. In the first but, like two games. But then, like, when your offense can't do anything against Cleveland, like, why? Yeah. Why are we? Why are, why are we here? Like, in Cleveland is you know has an interim coach, and a bunch of young people. But I mean, shout shouts out Nick Chubb. Hey man. You know, that if he's nice the guy, if seventy-five he's the, yarder. If he's, if, if he's the guy that's got to do it to us, you know, then he's the guy that has to do it to us. Yeah, it was kind of uh, it was kind of one of those things. I'm like, oh, well, okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, Nick, yeah. but then like, why? Like yeah. anybody else? You know, you could have set a record against anybody else. But you set a record. Yeah, right. yeah, right. You couldn't just wait I, one more I, week. I, I, are you mad we didn't draft you? Because I'm mad we didn't draft Todd Gurley still. Um, yeah. Well, that's all I really want to talk about with the Falcons because they lost to Cleveland. Stick a fork in it. Yeah. Um, but just but yeah, just going back. Like, uh, but we kind of got on a tangent. I wanted to start because we had some good news coming out of baseball. Oh yeah. Cool. Um, that. Full circle. Uh, Snit. Manager. NL Manager of the Year, and you know, uh, I was just, pretty adamant for him getting fired. And that's uh, why so it's it it's weird. so funny how we've come this far. You start the we started this podcast episode one. He's not. He, he's he's gone. Yeah, he's, he's gone. So gone. There's no he, way they will never bring him he, back. Yeah, no, this is it. This breaking is news: him. Brian Snicker signed for a three-year contract extension. Is up for Manager of the oh, Year. And he actually won Manager of the Year. He got to the playoffs. You know, I I mean, I, you know how I feel about him. I like him. And like you know that video that they showed that they you know after they I had the sniffs after they clinched you know and he said you know I'm been here for forty years you know I'm a brave for life and I love this it means the world to me all right cheer yeah, up I had I had the sniffs yeah I was just yeah. like all right man all right, Brian you're you're all right Brian yeah. <laughs> and but like but then it's still I was just like what are you gonna do with the bullpen Brian like how are you gonna manage that and but then I have to like rationalize and look at the rest of the MLB this year nobody managed the bullpen well yeah um, it was an all around bad year bullpen wise yeah. So it was had, not start, exclusive to no, I know, and, but like it, that's still like when it's it was team, basically like who and, had a good night that and, night. <laughs> and baseball is such a is such a your team sport, yeah. That you sit there and you're like, well, the Braves just don't. have They're the worst team on the planet, yeah. And then you look at everybody else and you're like, no one has a bullpen, yeah. Because whatever, I don't know why. I don't I'm not even gonna speculate on that. Um, but yeah, so shouts out Snit, he won Manager of the Year, and but then, also our boy. More importantly. Everybody's favorite son. The king. Acuna. I used to love One rookie. National League rookie. Kayla's burning food in no, my kitchen. It's, it's, it smells It smells like burnt food here. Yeah, she's burning food. Come on, Kayla. Turn on the fan. The exhaust thing. But, um, yeah. You might have to evacuate the house in a second. Yeah. So if you, if stay you hear, tuned. Yeah, if you hear an alarm going off, it's not our <laughs> fault. Um, but, yeah, Ronald Acuna. Way to go. National League rookie of the year. I didn't realize he ended up in like batting two ninety seven. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I was like, "Wait, what?" Like I knew he had the home runs because he went on that tear, but I realized his average was just that high. Um, I went so, back and watched his grand slam in yeah. round one the other night. I'm gonna save that for the night before regular season starts next year, just to get me hyped. That's fair. because I, I watched it nonstop on the way home from the game that whole next day because I took that day off work. I watched it all day, and I haven't watched it since then because I just I want to kind of forget it happened. Right. And then just the day before, I'm going to pull it up, and I'm going to lose my mind all over again. I'm going to jump into the row in front of me. We were there. Again. We saw it. We, we saw s- it. We saw the Rookie of the Year hit a grand slam in the first playoff game in SunTrust Park. It was a cool moment. But, uh, 
So that was that was talking baseball in November. Well, we're gonna take a quick break because my house is about to burn down apparently. Right, we'll uh, be back. So hang on one second. Well, this is where this is in the future. This is where an ad read would be. Yes. Just, so just get used to this. Um, we're gonna start doing these little breaks. So uh, listen to this future ad read. Don't skip. And that was brought to you by our future sponsor. That we insert name here. Yeah. And we're uh, back. Yeah, we're back. We're alive. House is not burned down. We're good. Nope. Just smoke. All right. So um, we just finished up with baseball talk. Congrats to uh, the king, Ronald Acuna. And Snit. NL uh, uh, rookie of the year. Yeah. And then uh, Snit manager of the year. We're just going to go ahead and congratulate ourselves on future World Series. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and do that. 2019 so, World Series champs. 2019, maybe. 2020 for sure. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, I'll I'll get 2020 tattooed on me for sure. Yeah, and I'll no. think about 2019. Yeah, 2019. Like I'll get hit me up and hit me up after after spring training. And I'll make I'm my decision. Get two twenties, you know. Yeah. on me like up like vertically, and then one I'm gonna you know follow up with the twenty. And then the I'm just gonna put 2019 20. with a question mark. Yeah, 2019 maybe, and then yeah. if not, yeah. I'm gonna like after it, I'm just gonna be like actually no. <laughs> um, so that happened. That's baseball. Um, we've touched on football. We know where we're at there. We're going to go into my sport, which is a sport you're not a big fan of, and that's fine. Sick league. Uh, I wasn't even going to go NBA oh. first. I mean, oh, I'm going to okay. go. I'm going to the NBA. But uh, as we all know, that uh, I'm a big Duke fan. And, uh, Tell it's them your be other pretty, team. It's going to be Before we get – hang on. No, we, just we go ahead. Know, we've already gone over it. We, every, the people know. It's going to be really fun to watch Duke not even come close to losing a game this year. They're ridiculous. Yeah. They're the most unfair thing. It's like, honestly, it's it's so much fun. Just watching them absolutely slaughter Kentucky on the first game. Like, Zion is a... He's... That dude... I, I, I don't get it. And here's the thing. And this, what I'm about to say is going to upset you. It's going to upset Ryan. Ooh, it's going to upset boy. Reed. It's going to upset the people in my life I'm, that, I'm getting ready for that this. hate me in basketball. LeBron's only, LeBron's only got a couple more years left, right? We all know that. Zion, Duke, next LeBron, probably. I'm going to have another guy that I'm just going to ride for that's really good, and I'm not going to pick a team in the NBA. I'm just going to ride for that player. And I'm going to ride for Zion. I don't care where he goes. Well, I mean, that's not the that's not the craziest thing that. Yeah, I, I just, was, I that's, just not, like, that's really not where like I thought you were not, going. With I just that. feel like that's not going to help my basketball at all. I'm like, oh, he played for Duke, and now I'm going to just root for this player because I I can't bring myself to like fandom hard for the Hawks. Like I follow him and support him, and I want him to do well, and I still yeah don't like the fact that they drafted Trey Young, even though he's been good. So yeah, apparently he's killing it. Yeah, I look dumb. Like his first game, I remember me and you like me and you both were like, huh. Because there was like two other players ahead of him that yeah. everyone was like, they but would the, be, but the they guy, would be dumb. The, the guy the, the Hawks actually drafted, Luka Donich, has been really good, uh, you know, and he's more than just a shooter. And I get it that you know Trey can, you know, do some assist things, but he just hasn't done them. <laughs> do as the a assist lot. thing. But we're not going to go into that Duke with you know with Zion and R.J. Barrett, and they're just they're they they could easily I think beat Cleveland. They could beat the Cavaliers, easy. I don't even think it'd be. A, I don't even think it'd be a competition. I mean, have you seen him? You know he would be the second heaviest person I've, in I've the just, NBA. I've just seen highlights, but, you, but I was watching him fly around, yeah. like literally fly around he's, the court. He's insane. <clears throat> yeah, it's crazy. And like, 
his jump shot's not great, but he has one. If he develops one, what are you going to do? Yeah. And then, like, watching, just watching Duke starting five, I've never really put that together in my own head, and I should have with my hatred for the Golden State Warriors. Like, if all five of your guys can beat a defender one-on-one, how do you stop that? I don't know, and neither did Kentucky. Uh, neither <laughs> did Army, surprisingly. I don't think anyone will. I don't actually think they're going to go undefeated. I don't need them to. I need them to lose once early um, so that I don't have to deal with the, uh, yeah. the looming of, oh, wow, perfect season. When is it going to happen? Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, because I won't handle that with any kind of uh, security or wellness uh, mentally. But they're insane, and Zion is crazy. R.J. Barrett's insane. It's fun. So I'm, go ahead and I'm, give them the trophy. I'm really excited about it. I'm not going to say that because college basketball is weird because that tournament, March Madness, you can't – I mean, you can be good and you can be the best team. I mean, Kentucky was the best team three years ago, and they didn't even make it to the championship. So, I mean, it, it happens. That, but that's what's fun about college basketball is that, you. I mean, you can say all of these things right now in November. Come March, like, you have no idea. They could get bounced on a bad game to Mercer or Lehigh. Or whatever dumb school Duke's lost to in the first <laughs> round recently. Those are the two that stick out. Um, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, Georgia, uh, they're 0-1. They lost to... Damn, I forgot who they lost to. Stenson? Anyway. Yeah, didn't they lose to like a cupcake team? It wasn't really a cupcake team, but I mean, it's the first year with Tom Crean because they have a new head coach. Oh, do they? Um, so Tom Crean, he was the guy at Indiana. Um, he coached Wayne Wade at Marquette. Hmm. So I really like Tom Crean. Um, so he's at UGA. Um, they started off 0-1, but it was really close in the end. So, And they have a young team. They just lost a lot of seniors last year. Um, so that's that's on the up and up for UGA basketball fans, whichever ones there are. So we're going to go to the NBA. The Lake Show, the sign, you know, Tyson Chandler. Uh, he's been a big help. They've done well. LeBron put up 44 points, moved to fifth all-time scoring. All that's fine. Oh, he, all that's he passed fun. Wilt, didn't he? Yeah, all that's great. Um, Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. I, ha- I heard hating, about this. I hating, haven't hating each other to me is just everything the greatest you wanted. Soap opera. Yeah, I love yeah. it because those are my two least favorite. No, not my two least favorite. Because I like Kevin Durant if he's not on the Warriors. I like Draymond Green anywhere but a basketball court. <laughs> but the fact that with three seconds or six seconds left on the clock, tie ball game, Draymond gets a rebound. Runs down the court, refuses to pass it to, I don't know, Steph, Clay, Kevin. None of them didn't. It kept it. Ended up trying to run through the key, tripped and fell in regulation ends. And Kevin Durant just looks at him like, what the, what the? fuck are you doing? <laughs> and Draymond, you know, like walks to the bench and like they get in a fight. And then like Draymond, you know, like stands up, starts yelling at Kevin. Kevin stands up, yells at Draymond. Boogie has to pull Draymond away. And then there's the camera on Kevin saying, man this is why i'm out this yeah. is why i'm out a i hope to god that's real because i want him gone i want to like kevin durant so bad do you really think I so do. though someone's gone that team's not staying together um and it's gonna be draymond's fault because draymond isn't as good on any other team right um he's good he's a good player obviously you he couldn't you couldn't be bad on that team and then look good that, yeah that, that wouldn't happen um, they've cut people and they've had a different bench for a reason because you have to be good to play there. Um, but Draymond is his favorite player. Like, Draymond's Draymond's favorite person. Um, Steph is probably also Steph's favorite person, but he does a good job of 
not, making it not seem like yeah, that. Uh, Clay is the quietest, calmest superstar superstar in sports. Like he just casually drops like fifty points every now and then, and then other than that, like he randomly gets and really likes toasters. Uh, semi-pro apparently. Yeah. So like I mean like you know. I mean, he, at one point he said he was better than Dwayne Wade in his prime, and that's just the most ludicrous statement I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. Because, no, not even close to correct. But other than that, I don't really hate Clay. Um, I hate Steph so much. But I want to like Kevin. I do. And so I want Kevin to leave. But I like how the fact that... Do it for you, Kevin. From a bench fight where no fists were thrown, no, nothing was audibly captured on video... Draymond was suspended without pay for a game. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah, right. And apparently he just called Kevin a bitch and it upset Kevin, which I guess, you know, from a, I guess to some people that term means more. But like the whole game, like you got suspended a game for calling a grown man a bitch in a sport. That's just a even two things. One, Kevin is a bitch and it actually really hurt his feelings. Which could be true. <laughs> Two, Steve Kerr just has a very no-nonsense bitch and has never heard the word bitch before, which I doubt, playing with Michael Jordan. Um, and so he decided that that was what was best. Um, but yeah, to me, it's crazy. I hope this is the beginning of the end for one of the worst things that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Um, Can't and, even call uh, people a bitch in basketball. Soft. So, you know where you that would you know where that wouldn't happen. Here's the thing: uh, <laughs> hockey players are really only on the ice for like what, like a minute and a half at a time. What kind of athletes are they? And that was talking basketball. <laughs> and that's the end. Wow, it's amazing. Of the episode. Sounds, it, it sounds like <laughs> someone's trying to escape something. I'm not escaping anything. I just next week we'll have special guest NHLer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> To you respond, you can do that on your own. I'll hurt my back again. Let's see how that goes. That'd be awesome. That would be cool. Um, well, that's all we got with sports talk. We do. We we're gonna wrap this up, but <clears throat> I think a good way to end it is a nice little uh, memorial to the legend, Stanley. Rest in peace. Um, thoughts, so we were we were talking we were talking about we were talking before the show. Uh, how what are we gonna talk about? How are we going to you know thank Stanley or recognize Stanley as the phenomenal mind that he was and i was like what if we what we'll just ask this what is your favorite stan lee cameo in any marvel movie because he's in every one of them or i didn't realize he was also in most of the marvel cartoons he's been in a lot of other movies like where he would just literally makes cameos as stan lee and he just shows up um so it was cool seeing all that i mean it's very sad um, but what the one thing that was nice, and this is going to sound weird, with Stan Lee passing away, is it was one that made sense. He was older. He 95. His, he was older. He yeah. lived his life, did his thing. He said his piece. Um, and he got to just full-on enjoy the last 10 years of his life the way the Marvel Universe has exploded. So that has been cool. That's been the, I think from all of that, that's been the most refreshing part of this is it happened in a way it was supposed to. You got to see somebody live a full life and be happy at the end. And to me, that was the coolest thing from the Stan Lee thing, from his passing, was, was that it, it wasn't a tragedy. Yeah. It's sad that Stan Lee is no longer, you know. I mean, he did incredible things. He lived till he was 95. Yeah. I mean, what the, more can yeah, you ask for? I mean, and, and he knew it, and he acknowledged it, and he appreciated it. So that, that was cool. But with the Stan Lee cameo, my favorite one 
It was in the most recent Spider-Man game. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. Because I had no idea it was going to happen. It was just a random cutscene in a video game. It's animated. And, like, Peter Parker and Mary Jane are having dinner. And all of a sudden, Stan Lee just walks in and is, like, a waiter at this restaurant. And I was like, no what fucking the- way. <laughs> and they got him in a He's video everywhere. Game. And I was like, this is awesome. And so that was the one. Because I expect him in all the movies at this point. Right. Um, but that was the one. Um, that or the one in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, where Rocket sees him, like, hitting on that Hitting girl. on the one. Yeah, yeah, that lady. And, and laughs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One of those two that it would be my favorite. It's hard for me because <clears throat> I don't want to sit here and like pick uh, like new movies because you'd be like, oh, you're not a true Marvel fan because you only know the new. No, it's between the um, there's two. It's I can't remember which Avengers movie it is. I think it's the second one. I think it's Age of Ult- yeah, it's Age of Ultron when they're having that party. Uh, and Thor breaks out that alcohol that's like the yeah. the strongest alcohol in the galaxy or yeah. whatever. And he's like, I'll take some of that. And they're mm-hmm. like dragging him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's good. Um, it's either that one or in one of the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies where he's in the fight with. Where he's the janitor? Yeah. he's In the library? Yeah. And yeah, he's got yeah. the headphones in and he it's like no Spider-Man's idea. getting thrown around yeah. everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, he has no idea. Yeah. No, and like all these things are like about to hit him and Spider-Man like catches it with his web and yeah. barely saves him, you know? No, that was a good one. I think, I think those are two of my favorite. But I, was, I watched, uh, I, of course, I watched one of the compilations, like the 10-minute compilations that had yeah. every Stan Lee cameo. Ever. Yeah, in the, yeah. In the MCU. But um, yeah, 95, man. Did some cool shit. That's for sure. A lot of insanely cool things. And well, uh, was just a cool dude. And I hope like, he got to see the last Avengers. I think he, I think he would have had to. Yeah. I mean, obviously he like, he wrote it like the original story, right? Least. So like he knows how it ends. Yeah. Um. And well, still, but like yeah. just to see that come to fruition when it's just that is that's going to be the biggest superhero comic book movie uh, of all time ever, ever. and yeah. nothing will ever top it after. No. Ever. So it'll. uh it is sad that he didn't, you know, get to like see how that was received, but it is cool, yeah, to see that. Like I said, he enjoyed the last ten years, probably almost more than anybody. And I know everyone said it on Twitter, but they are very right. At the end of the next Infinity War, not going to be okay when the credits end. Not, and I'm going to ball like a little baby. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to get all misty eyed. It's going to be I'm, awful. I'm a boohoo a little bit. Because I'm probably going to boohoo because of how Anyways, the movie Anyways, yeah, I almost did for the first Infinity I War. I definitely did. I mean, Peter Parker and Tony, I don't feel so good. I was like, what? No. <laughs> I will say, though, the memes were very unnecessary of Stan Lee fading away. Ah, I didn't see any of those. I saw a lot. I didn't and see I'm like, we could have gone without those. Yeah, we could have done without. You They're know, funny, they and like, I appreciate that. I know it's like a little yeah. eh, like yeah. tongue-in-cheek thing, but no, let's no. not. Yeah, not not this. Not yeah, right this, let's not. Maybe like a year. But, um. So, let's see what we got coming up. Actually, as of today, some exciting news for self-titled. We're gonna have. A, we uh, might. We're, we might actually have our first like actual guest interview. We're yeah, gonna interview first them. interview. Um, not gonna give. A, I'm not gonna say who it is yet until it's like an actual thing. But um, could be one guy. Could be a group of guys. We'll huh? see. It depends. We'll but uh, we will have our first legitimate official guest on the podcast in the next probably two episodes, I would imagine. So that's exciting. That's cool. Um, keep you posted on that. Keep your eyes out on that. But uh, that, that's all I got. That was, that was, that, that was the that announcement. Was yeah. Um, okay. I was <laughs> going to say, I can't think of really anything else going on. Well, we're back. We're back. 
We're back. We'll be here next week, Wednesday or Thursday. We don't know yet because our lives are still kind of weird. But well, it also depends on Thanksgiving. So. Oh yeah, I yeah. can't do it Wednesday. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll plan that out off air. Well, we'll figure that out. We'll be back next week. We promise. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we promise. It. Well, you get yeah. uh, bye. Uh, bye. <laughs>